place it comfortably. came across a Buddhist teaching I hadn't heard of the other day. At least I've heard of all the different aspects of it, but I just put it together very neatly. And uh, it comes from um, Thich Nhat Hanh's book, um, uh, I think Understanding the Heart of the Buddhist Teachings, I think is the name of it. And the, the teaching um, is called The Three Doors to Liberation. Um, and they're really good uh, guidelines or points in terms of how to practice and the nature of sasin and the, and, the, and the way of living our, uh, a Zen life. But the, the three um, doors to liberation are um, emptiness and signlessness and aimlessness, mm-hmm. or similar kind of negative words. Um, now they kind of sound strange to someone who doesn't know much about Buddhism, do you know, that those things would be pathways to liberation, emptiness, signlessness, aimlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we go through them one by one, as um, Thich Nhat Hanh so uh, clearly points out in terms of helping people understand what emptiness is, in Zen practice in Buddhism. It's not nothing. And the way he describes it is that um, uh, a cup is empty of water, you know, or a bowl is empty of soup, or a petrol tank is empty of petrol. Mm -hmm. And in that same sense, when, as we use the word emptiness in Buddhism, is that everything is empty of a separate self. And if everything is empty of a separate self, then it's really just the negative way of saying that everything is interconnected and everything is made up of everything else, which he describes as interbeing. So everything in the world, every apparent object, is made up of all other elements which are not itself, like you, for example, and me. You're all made up of things which aren't you. So there's no inherent you there. So to be able to not just intellectually understand that, but to sit with that and to actually um, sit with it and a kind of it and, and experience that in everyday life and see that in everyday life is one of the, the, um, the doorways to liberation. Now, signlessness is very interesting and um, in Japanese Zen, and in the training I've had through Japanese Zen, it's, uh, we're told over and over again, do you know, that if we uh, get caught in a conceptual way of relating to our life and we project concepts onto everything or signs of to, onto everything, we will be deluded. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and as we empty the mind of thoughts and concepts or we see through them and we're not... Um, blown around by them, um, we start to just see things as they are. But it's part of our human experience always going chair, cabinet, iPhone, you know, you, me. Mm -hmm. And by um, relating to the concepts in such a solid way and believing in them, 
um, we create a kind of we create a kind of delusion around that. We we think that things are separate. Yeah. Tree, flower, rose, separate. You know, because they've got a separate name. You know, and it might sound silly, but we're we're all caught in that delusion of projecting language onto things and really relating to the language rather than the thing itself. It sounds crazy when you when you articulate it that way, but it's what we actually do. And and we project um, values onto things when they don't have a value really. We say something's big or it's small or it's better or it's worse, you know, good or bad. But it's none of those things. They're just words that we project onto it. And so as we see through concepts and we empty the mind of concepts, um, we can see we can see life more clearly and just see it as it is, see the suchness of things more clearly. And to relate back to emptiness, we see the interconnectedness of everything when we're not caught in that that delusion of, of ideas and concepts. And of course there are many funny in sayings that, that help us to to see that, not mistaking the pointing finger for the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what are some other sayings um, along the lines of eat the food and not the menu? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the map is not the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, simple things, but they remind us how much we get caught up in our conceptual world. Um, with aimlessness, we've been touching on that a little bit in terms of the um, essay I've been writing that I've been telling about about how Sazen is purposeless, or aimlessness is just another word for purposeless. And uh, as we read in the Heart Sutra over and over again, there is nothing to gain, no wisdom, no enlightenment, no, 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 everything. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things for people to get because our whole life is about progressing towards goals, making decisions, putting in effort, getting the reward of meeting a goal. And yet we do this practice which is so different to anything else that we would undertake in our life where it has no purpose, it has no goal. Because as soon as we're going for a goal, we're, we're not we're not connected with how perfect everything is right now as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, as Thich Nhat Hanh says, there's, there's nothing to gain, there's no agenda, there's no program. Mm-hmm. Because a rose is a rose. Right? A rose just needs to be a rose. It doesn't have to progress to be a better rose, mm-hmm. you know, an enlightened rose or a mature rose or whatever, a rose just needs to be a rose. And that's a very, a very important teaching um, for us to come back to. That's why I said those words during Sazen tonight, you know, about an apple is an apple. Um, what is in the process of doing Sazen when you do it on a sustained basis, you know, day after day and week after year, week and year after year, is, is that you, you do just settle in to just being yourself. Uh, and it's not just an idea. Um, you, you, you actually settle into this body 
and your experience of what you are and what you do moment to moment and you realise that it's, it's perfect in itself. There's nothing you have to add to it or take away from it to actually have a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, it's easier to say the words, but it takes us often, most of us, years to actually um, settle into that place. And so much of our training and so much of our conditioning that we get from our culture is about self-improvement, you know, that we will progress towards something and then we'll be better. And while we're caught in that delusion, um, there's no end to self-improvement. Mm-hmm. You'll always, always be chasing something. It'll never, there'll never be a deep sense of satisfaction. So by doing this practice, you just come to um, be yourself, really. And that that's a wonderful... That, it's a wonderful gateway into liberation. All those things are, they all interconnect. Interbeing, um, not projecting concepts onto everything and separating things out and judging things and comparing things and just being perfect as you are. You put all those things together and that will create a joyous life, um, whatever the circumstances of your life are.